Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Com. This is Disney master artist Kevin John, and when I'm in my studio, I love listening to the Mickey Dudes podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. I'm kind of flying solo tonight because my co-host, Pachinetti, is not here again. So, helping me out on this journey in the sky, we have from... South Carolina, Mr. Kyle Ostrander. You know what I've come for. What have you come for? That weapon is mine. And I don't have a good response to that. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your hands in your focus. (laughs) Well, I'm not our next guy from Chicago, Tim Sweska. Tron Coaster at the Magic Kingdom, tentative opening, 2021. Pat Gennetti riding it, 2035. <laughs> <laughs> and considering it's one of these nights from across the pond, we have Stephen Maxwell. Eventually I'm on, and I'm surrounded by idiots. Oh, yes, you uh, yes, are. Yes, you are. <clears throat> Accurate statement. And before we get into our topic today, gentlemen, let's have a word from our sponsor. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. That guy just sounds sexy. What do you think? Oh, hot. I mean, we're, we're talking like more vapors than a, than a Savannah afternoon in the middle of July. Oh, it's... <laughs> Oh, I mean, Scarlett O'Hara didn't feel this way. <laughs> and Kyle, I'm guessing you don't give a damn. 
about uh, well, well, what? Just the way, just the way your uh, response to that face was. No, I just yeah. I've been told I've been told to wash my mouth, <laughs> so I'm going to bite my thumb right now. <laughs> yes, I did tell Kyle to watch his mouth because tonight we are ranting about Disney, my friends. Anything that we don't like about Disney or the Disney community in that in that uh, way. We are going to be ranting about what what what, what constitutes a rant. If we don't like a procedure at Disney World, the way things are going. With Have that, I figure who's better to start this than our very own ranting Scotsman, Stephen? What's poking the angry bear today? Woo! <laughs> what's poking the angry bear is just everything to do with crowds. You know, mm. I mean. I think that they could do a lot better, especially with the new Avatar Land, you know, coming in at Magic, uh, sorry, Animal Kingdom. Restrict the crowds. One of my friends is just back from the world, and yes, Avatar's a, a new ride, and everybody wants to ride it, but you're talking two and a half hours. You're talking beforehand when it was Anna and Elsa, uh, at Norway, and you're talking five, six hours. The fast pass thing is sort of taking taking the aspect of waiting away from people, but in the same way, the amount of people is actually getting let into one land or one area, you know, one resort, is just hand over fist too many. Uh, I think some days you can actually, you can't even move. It. At Disney, you know, the amount of people that are actually there. And that's what's poking the angry bear today. Just too many people in the parks. What they do with that, I don't know. Maybe well, they restrict so many people in so many different lands at the same time. I don't know. I know one thing that they can do that they already do that would definitely keep the crowds at bay. And that is not offer free park hoppers to people. It's <laughs> only get a park hopper if you pay for it. Like a, like, you're supposed to. I mean, if you look at other parks, uh, you know, you get Discovery Cove, and I know obviously that's a sort of animal sort of preservation mm -hmm. thing, the amount of people they let in there. But, I mean, what, what's the capacity? Is it 100,000, something like that? I honestly don't know. For Magic Kingdom alone? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, I don't know. Uh, they should be able to do something that actually restricts. I would agree. Uh, there's there's no such thing as downtime anymore. You used yeah. to be able to maybe go during a, a dead time, an off time, and those those they don't exist anymore. And I used to go in January, mm. uh, just after Christmas, uh, <clears throat> and it was great because you could go and everything. You, you know, it, okay, it wasn't the the most pleasant of weather and stuff like that, but it was great because you you know the restricted hours, you know the, the parks are not open, you know that that long you know as they are in the summer but you can still get everything done because obviously the amount of folk are, are there and a lot less you don't get that anymore it's 24 7 365 days a year the parts are absolutely chocker non-stop well you know I at mean, least in that way it's showing that the times are a little bit more prosperous i mean <clears throat> i kind of go back to when we were kind of 
going near that recession and that's when they started to really discount their product but a lot of people couldn't afford to go back then so this is a double-edged sword you know you have we're living in a time that's a lot better as far financially at the moment you know god forbid another terrorist attack or something like that and we just get we tank again you know living in new york city i see the i see the swings all the time in that way so as much as i can get a little annoyed with the crowds too i kind of feel like we can't have it both ways i kind of think that it's kind of showing that as far as as people are a bit more prosperous than they were a couple years ago when things were looking a little bit more more dismal as far as their financial situation so it's i mean they're, six, yeah go ahead <clears throat> i mean they're actually showing attendance is actually down but profits are up and it's because of all the raised prices it's uh i mean it and and it's one of those i mean i, I get it you know if it's if you have a driving economy and it's uh and you still have people paying it of course i mean naturally as a business you're going to keep on trying to raise that uh, I just hope they don't price uh, price some of their cons- you know, some of their customer group out of the market. That's my only fear. I think he always will. But, I mean, I think there's always going to be someone there to replace it. That's oh, the sad part you. about it. You you are going to do that, and there are going to be people that are going to be replacing it. And I mean, th- that's the tragic part mm-hmm. about it. And when it comes down to it, it is uh, it is the way of capitalism. So yeah. I'll give you a perfect example. This whole summer, Magic Kingdom is open till about 10 o'clock. I can't remember mm-hmm. when that was the last time that happened. Anytime since I've been going in the last six years, you go in the middle of the summer, it's open till 1 o'clock, and then there's times where there's extra magic hours, and they're not closing <clears> till 3 a.m. Yep. I have an entire month uh, in Orlando. I was thinking, okay, well... I, I'm, I'm a night owl anyway. I was thinking, okay, during the day, I'll just go about my regular business. I'll go to the parks at night. I can close a park because I'm usually going to bed at 3 a.m. anyway. I can pretty much just close down a park, go ride what I want to ride whenever I get a chance to do that. Yeah, no. The most it's going to be is 10 o'clock. And I figured that they would – originally it was closing at 9. For the first three weeks, they changed over to 10. And I don't see them changing anymore. Because they're no. keeping the, this month, they're keeping the hours at ten, and I think it's because they want to really concentrate on Avatar. But again, even Avatar is closing a little early. I don't understand why they would close so early when they spent all this money to do this bioluminescent thing, and they're going to be closing before dark. I just came back, and like you said, Magic Kingdom was either ten o'clock or eleven o'clock, and extra magic hours were till one a.m. And I guess for the Avatar thing was they're doing extra magic hours for Avatar, just Avatar Land. That's it, from eleven o'clock a.m. eleven o'clock p.m. until one or two a.m. I think that's every I think night. EMH is now two hours. It used to be three hours. Now they moved it down to two hours. Yeah, on. I think the latest I saw Magic Kingdom open was one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and in August I think that's not even it, the case. It was there. The most they'll be open in August is uh, midnight with extra magic hours, I believe. That, but that right there oh. was uh, kids are trying to go back to school. Summer's, yeah. summer's ending. So. That, that's true, but they usually yeah. still keep it for uh, – because there, there is a major section that does go back to school in August. But, you know, there are mm. other parts of the, of the country that go back in September. So I remember yeah. Labor Day weekend, for instance, it's still being open late. Yeah. That's not the case this time. 
What about you, Tim? What's one of your issues? One of my issues has been some of the restaurants losing their individuality. Uh, it's one of the things that actually forced my wife and I out of going to San Angel. San Angel used to be our signature place to go when we arrived. It was, you know, it's, we were, my wife was still in graduate school. I was, uh, I was working just, you know, just getting into the workforce. We would make that 17 hour drive from Illinois all the way down there. And we would check into the resort and we would head over to San Angel Inn. We'd have a nice, you know, romantic candlelit dinner by the, you know, by the little fake river. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just kind of our thing of it was there. We were there. And there used to be, you used to see a, a much higher quality in the food. You used to see a much higher quality in as far as just the just the individual plussing as as people call it the disney plussing there were unique you know there was unique glassware there was unique silverware you saw you know food that didn't come out of a, you know a cisco or an mj kellner catalog and there were also half as many seats in there you actually were able to get a nice intimate dining experience you don't get that anymore you know you don't get the the very unique chef specials you used to get out of that do um, you now basically have to go across street to Hacienda, which no complaints. It's a, it's a fantastic restaurant, but it, the theming in the Mexico pavilion, that's what it was all about. And I feel like that was kind of robbed from us. And I've seen that with some of the other restaurants where they've, they've taken, you know, they've taken that, that individuality away and it's, it's streamlining cost. I get it, but it takes away from your experience. Streamlining costs, but you're still paying a dollar for it. You know, I mean, you're still paying for the experience. And for these sort of, okay, maybe to San Angel, maybe not a signature dining area, but it is a good restaurant. And the ambience and the setting, everything just takes in, into consideration. So, regardless of how many folk are, are getting crammed, crammed in, that they want to try and do, or the type of food they're serving, still taking the money off you. You know, yeah. there, it's no, they're not charging any less just because obviously they're trying to streamline their system. Yeah, and that's <clears throat> and that's kind of what aggravated us. I mean, I, I realized San Angel wasn't it. It I realized it wasn't a signature restaurant, but it was kind of like a, like I was. We'd always call it. It was our place. That was that was our place. That was. We'd have our dinner there, and that was, we were finally on vacation. We were finally relaxing. There was no, you know, you, you were able to suspend reality for a week or so. And to us, that was a big deal. They would do, one of my wife's favorite dishes used to be their queso fundido with the chorizo. They would come, they would mix it by hand right there at your table. They would put it into the tortillas for you. It was it was a special table side service. They... They took queso finito off the menu for a while altogether, and then when they put it back on, it was just they slopped it down in front of you with the tortillas, and yep, there you go, off you go. I mean, it just so many things have changed about that place over the years, and I mean, I've I noticed it there, and I've noticed it in other locations where you're just you know again you're you're taking away from the experience, and like like Stephen very correctly said. They're they're still they're still raiding your pockets, plenty. 
but they they sure uh, you know they they sure are taking away. But it's still good food though. Um, uh, San, San Angel, uh, n- no. not really. No, I've neither. seen I've seen the I've seen the quality of some of the food go down too because what Tim is saying about San Angel, I'm thinking is the same case at La Cellier. right there, and that's disappointing. That to me is gravely disappointing. La Cellier should be a signature dining experience because they sure charge you like a signature dining experience. Mm-hmm. And they market themselves as one, but you know you go into it and it's like it's just meh. You know, give me Yachtsman any day over La Cellier at this point. I mean, oh. I remember the days where it would you would just have a hard time getting La Cellier as a as a ADR now. Every time I turn on my app and go to see what's available, the Cellier pops up. That says something right there. It also always, nearly always pops up just before 9 o'clock, though. You know, which I think one of these things where folk are out doing illuminations, they don't want to be sitting in the Santa Gel or the Cellier, you know? You know what? I've gotten it beforehand, too. I need, I've eaten there a few times, and I've gotten last-minute... ADR is available. I didn't take them, but I've come up with okay. Well, what's available now? And lo and behold, I see I, I see Le Cellier coming up. I have really? never seen. I have never been able to get a reservation on a fly to Hacienda. I, it's one of the few restaurants I've actually never been to because it's just first off, it's only open for dinner, and anytime I wanted to go, it's just they never had an ADR available. Well, Hacienda is, is safe. Everybody knows Mexican food. This and when is true. I went, when I went in there for, I think, 2014-ish, 13-ish, it was just like having a regular Mexican food I could find down down the street. Well, what I would say I not is impressed. Not, going to, not having had the chance yet to eat at Hacienda, I would definitely, when it comes to uh, San Angel, at this point... I would tell our listeners to go over to Las Ventadas over that one. Maya Grill, too, but out of the two in Coronado, I like Las Ventadas better than Maya in that way. Anybody? Never done that. I I have not. I I have to say I have not. Definitely two restaurants that are... Maya Grill and Las Ventadas, I think, are very underrated. I think... um, Obviously, the restaurants at the uh, moderates fall through the cracks because it's usually just the people who are staying at the moderates are going there. Understand, understandably, they're kind of off the beaten path. I, I would not send you over the shutters. Negative. Yeah, shutters is nothing to write home about. Shutters no. is meh. Mm-hmm. No, no, I had, no, I had no, no meh. Yeah. I had no problem with boat rights. There are some people in the Disney community that will tear boat rights to shreds. I actually enjoyed my boat rights experience, but if you're going to go to one of the uh, one of the moderates, definitely your best way to go to eat is to go over to uh, Coronado, and they have they have to ha- have their game up a little bit higher because they do have that whole convention crowd. And I personally really do enjoy Las Ventadas. It's that's a, that's a good thing to know because quite honestly, I would have never even considered that without uh, without a recommendation like that. So, I yeah, I would 
I mean, right right there, that kind of makes me want to actually give it a shot. And since you're coming in at later at 7.30, uh, you won't be getting around uh, to the marathon weekend until later. Well, I need to have some place to maybe shack up and have, uh, have a bite to eat for lunch, so why not try something new? Excellent. I think I think they op- there's one of them there's one of them that's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't remember which. I think it might be uh, I think it might be Las Ventadas. Uh, I oh. think the other one Few is clicks only will tell open me. for dinner. Yeah. Give me give me a Google search real quick. Mm. <laughs> while you're see. searching, well, actually, oh, I can moan and complain and search at okay. the same time. So then. <laughs> You know what, though? I'll complain about something. Go ahead. All right. My complaint is Epcot dessert parties. I have no problem with them being given and the little extras that they do for them. And But for what they're charging, I kind of feel that they're shortchanging guests on the desserts. I mean, yeah, you're getting your standard buttercream frosted uh, cupcakes and... You know, you're getting you're getting a couple chocolate tarts, stuff like that. You're getting some you're getting some cookies, but I kind of feel that if you are going if you're gonna charge eighty bucks a pop for a uh, dessert party now, because that's what the new frozen one is. Yeah, they have a couple of foods that are uh, basically themed to frozen, but I kind of feel that if it's an Illuminations party, Illuminations is supposed to celebrate the world. And in particular, it's supposed to celebrate the countries of the world showcase in some way, shape, or form. Indirectly, be it the little uh, flashes of pictures on the Earth globe or something. I kind of feel that Epcot really should up their dessert game with, with what they're charging. And maybe give the guest a, a sample of the best of the world showcase in that party. So, whatever the... Uh, signature dessert is of that of that pavilion included so like have for norway give give guests have like mini rice creams or mini skull breads for instance uh have uh, have mini uh, you know have mini macarons for uh for france candy you know, serve... bacon wrapped scotch eggs candy <laughs> okay. bacon wrapped I'll, scotch eggs I'll that's what that. i want i'll take yes. that and yep. Steven, I'm not saying that just because you're on. I think because scotch eggs are delicious. Yes, they are. <laughs> I saw one of the menus that came up is Scottish eggs. You know, and, and it's just no Scottish eggs. It's Scottish eggs. It's, it's a, an egg with meat around it and breadcrumbs fried. You call, so do you just call them eggs? It's nature's perfect food. And there's a place actually in Illinois that does bacon-wrapped scotch eggs. Holy so I have... Mother. Yes. Oh yes, and it was as delicious as it sounds. So yeah, that's what I that's what I now expect. Disney, you're hearing me. Epcot, you're hearing me. Candied bacon wrapped scotch eggs for illuminations and booze. That's how you're going to get me to pay the eighty bucks. Well, they are giving booze now into it. So that that what I'm going to give booze? them. Well, that's the other. That was going to be my next thing. Okay, so fine. Give your. You know what? Offer a beer. Offer a wine. Offer something like that. Yeah, fine. They have a couple of they have a couple of uh, signature spirit drinks, but again they're they're frozen themed. If it's something for World Showcase, you know, give us the best of the best. You know, offer small little like five ounce cups of uh, you know m- maybe cap them at one or two, 
of the Grand Marnier slush for uh, for France, or give us a give us a sample of um, one of the beers from Germany, stuff like that. If you're mm. going to have it, really highlight what the best of the world showcase is in one of your dessert parties instead of giving subpar desserts when you can see illuminations really good from almost anywhere around the uh, world showcase now granted there are some spots that are duds because you have those uh, little trees. islands with the trees in them they are nice but honestly what purpose do those serve at this point i like tr i like trees i like my oxygen but i feel like they can like transplant those trees somewhere in one of their more uh, nature-esque parts of the par parts of the uh, property i think you're right though dave i think if you're talking to $80 for a normal dessert party, see the way you're talking about the, the different foods and drinks from all the way around the World Showcase, you could step that up again. You know, it doesn't have to be $80. Because you're, with what you're doing, you're actually saving time for people going around World Showcase and, try, and eating all these things. And if you're having it in one place, you could ram that up to a hundred dollars. That is more. true. Yeah, and folk would pay that. Yeah, that is true. So I think they might be missing a trick. I mean, you, you could uh, easily, uh, easily, Stephen, if you actually up that to kind of like a, almost like a, a finger foods through desserts, few you know, a few cups of booze kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'd actually probably end up. I'm complaining about the eighty bucks, but I'd probably pay the hundred bucks. I if would I was too. getting if I was that. getting fed if I was and, guaranteed yeah. that stuff yeah Absolutely. you know what that gives I mean there is there is a charm about going around and doing a snack crawl or doing a doing a I have no problem doing a pub crawl around uh, world showcase there are these people out in the Disney community that flip out with people having all these shirts with where they knock where they check off the, uh, the pavilion where they had a drink and everything with and like that's not supposed to be the, uh, the 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 spirit of epcot well not for nothing it's your vacation as long as you're not getting drunk off you know what and acting like a you know what if you're drinking responsibly you know what i say knock yourself out Amen. drink up my my friends they're really and, gonna hate me because I'm, I'm making a shirt with the kiosks on it too <laughs> you know what you and me together let's <laughs> We should go it, out, and we're gonna do that. You and me will have those kiosk shirts. We'll and we'll make it a whole big ceremony of of, uh, of checking things off and everything. You know. Oh, I'm, I I can I can handle I can handle my booze. I'm down with that. Exactly. As, Let's do. As it. long as you're not climbing up Mexican Pavilion and fighting me, we're exactly. good. Exactly. Exactly. Now, if you're if you're the per you know you have to be able to be responsible in what you drink if you're if you're one of these people that gets really stupid and you know that obviously you shouldn't be doing this you know if you're going to act like a jerk and you get to a point where you're going to be ejected out of the park throw the book at them is my feeling on that but i think yeah. that th there is a way this they call epcot the adults park give people a chance to act like adults I, I completely agree. As as you said, those who can't handle it, as uh, as I like to call them, the two can Sams. You know, if if all it takes is a few cups of booze and you're done, you know what? Yeah, you probably shouldn't be having a, a drink or two at the parks. Maybe save that for yourself back at the resort, where you can drag your lovely carcass back to the room, and you're not, you know, you're not in anybody's way. But you know what? If you choose to do it, last I checked, uh, you know, 
we are a free society, not just because it's America, just because it's a free society. And you know what? Go have yourself a drink. Exactly. And Kyle, start complaining. All right, well, I Google Maya Grill, and they only have a dinner menu. Okay. And since I don't know the other one you said, I guess we have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I believe that's the one that does. Which okay. one was that one? Because I can't... Las Lentadas. Yes, that one. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, disclaimer here. Yes, I know we go to Disney World. We pay big money to go to Disney World, and we expect... Um, customer service out the wazoo. But what gets me on every trip is all these guests complaining, moaning, and being about things that are out of Disney's control and just making a, a scene of themselves. Example. See, wait, 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 wait. Here's the thing. You know, they have that dome over the entire park where they can control the weather. I mean, there was right, pictures right, right. out there where they had those two rainbows. You can definitely see the dome at this point. So yes. that rain is just pure BS. There should be no rain when, when we pay for it. Right, or humidity. Exactly, you know? No humidity. Or drunks it, in the Epcot. Yeah, it, it, should be an, it should be air conditioned, you know? Yes, uh, yeah. yes, uh, yeah. I, I got the same problem. Exactly. But, but example... I was at beat, my last my last trip here about a month ago, actually two weeks ago. We uh, we got to the bus stop at Beach Club at about eight thirty, and a, a group come up behind us. And as we're as we were walking up, the bus had just left for Magic Kingdom, whatever it was. They had ADRs for nine oh five, and they were yelling and screaming at the, I guess I don't know what they call them, little uh, the customer there who was talking to the bus dispatch and they were yelling, screaming, moaning, complaining, and demanding that he brought a bus to them so they can make their ADRs on time in 35 minutes. And my wife and I are sitting back kind of laughing. It's like, well, if they wanted ADRs at 9.05, they should have got here about 7.30. Agreed. People, I when you go to Disney World, do your research. Find someone who has been, you know someone who has been, do your research, find out, because when you start making, I can't say the word because Dave said I can't cuss. When you start making a donkey out of yourself in front of everybody, it just makes everybody uncomfortable. Because it's spoiling the air holiday as well by seeing something like that. Mm -hmm. Another example. We were on our way back. This is a while back. We were coming from uh, Magic Kingdom to Wilderness Lodge on the boat. And if you're unfamiliar with the club level, of any kind of resort, Polly, Animal Kingdom, Wilderness Lodge, have them. Up to a certain time, I think nine o'clock, ten o'clock, they can serve you. They serve free wine, beer, spirits, whatever. And we are back. We're coming back on the boat. And I think about ten, ten o five. And this lady was on the phone with the front desk. I don't know who she was on the phone with, complaining that. She was on the boat, and she was not allowed to... She was not unable to take advantage of her free wine and demanded that a bottle of wine be delivered to her room because she was too too late to get on the boat. And some folks will laugh. I laughed at it, but it just kind of just ticks me off a little bit. You know? Oh, I'm yeah. here to have a good time. If I miss the boat, if I don't make my ADR on time, it is whose fault? My fault. Exactly. Not Disney's fault. No one's fault. 
but your own. Grow wow. up and take take responsibility of your actions. Take responsibilities of things you didn't research, and take responsibility of the things that aren't out of your control. You're I mean, you're talking about accountability, though. Accountability. That's the world's looking for. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> but it's it's a, that's that's the issue right there. Accountability. It doesn't. Well, you know what you know what it is in this world. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. So if you don't like know, something, man. you know, you make a big noise, you complain, you scream, you screech until you finally get your way, and then afterwards you go you go back happy. You know, you keep you keep on complaining. But yep. I'm not bitter. I mean, but this is the teacher in me, but, and I'm I really. I was talking to a gentleman in the uh, pipe smoking area of Beach Club, and he's uh, he had a complaint about Animal Kingdom. And of course, I rolled my eyes like, you can't control Animal Kingdom. You can't control a park. He says, you know what? They should have more fans, little Mr. Fans, because it's so, it's so darn hot out there. And you know what he told me? He says, I didn't make a scene. I just walked over to the guest relations and said, hey, guys, you might want some more Mr. Fans. And left it, left it at that and left. That's fine. Don't make a scene making a jerk of yourself you're making an a of yourself the last time i was at guest relations there was a person next to me that came in and was screaming at the cast member because they had fast passes to mine train and they had closed mine train and most of all the rides because of lightning and i and she was screaming and normally i mind my own business but I turned around and I gave her this look and I basically let off on her. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, look, at do you really want to put your children in that? Uh, do you really want to put your children in that whole that that situation on there? I'm like, you know, you need a license to catch a fish and own a dog, but they'll let anybody be parents. And I just walked. I just flipped out on this woman <laughs> on top of it with her. And. I mean, the cast members are trying to calm me down at this point, but I, I can't I can't deal with stupidity. I would never I would never survive as a Disney cast member because I don't hold my tongue. I don't know how in nineteen years in New York I've been able to stay I've been able to work in a hotel because I, I did five shifts in a week and I was just re- I was just ready to uh, punch the walls by the time it ends. People came up to me yesterday complaining that they couldn't sleep because they were doing uh they, they were doing construction outside the hotel in the middle of the night con edison had to come and uh work on the gas lines and the woman comes in complaining about the noise and wanting a refund and i just looked at her i'm like are you seriously kidding me right now you're wasting my time with this do you really think that that's beyond our control and i just let i just let it go on this one and she just walked away dumbfounded because I just I can't deal with stupidity. Because people are to yeah. the max, eh? well, it's, people are not called on their on their BS, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I always tell my wife when I when I'll say something to someone, if somebody's acting up somewhere, I know that that I know that the you know the, the cast member or you know the clerk or wherever we are, they can't say anything because their job may be at risk. Oh yeah. However, me being a fellow customer, I can let someone know. Hey, buddy, I want to let you know you're being kind of a miserable jerk right now, and it's one of those. I'm not mad about it. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not a jerk about it. I don't get anybody's face about it. But sometimes people, I guess, just don't know, and they need to be told. Hey, in case somebody's informed you, you're 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 kind of a you're kind of a jerk, and people don't like you. I remember one time I was on a bus. 
and almost everybody ganged up on this bus driver. We were oh, going God. back to Pop Century. I hate, that. I hate that. Yeah. Now, granted, the bus driver passed Pop Century five times and had to keep on doing loops, and for some reason, he couldn't get in. And everybody is screaming at him, hey, where are you going? And they're calling him all of these names, saying, the hotel's here, and then, and then a whole bunch of expletives after that. Obviously, this guy works on property. He knows where he's going. It, uh, he was in three lanes over. There were times he couldn't get over as far as the traffic was going. The traffic was gridlocked. There were certain things that was going on. He was not able to get over. It was not safe. So he just kept on making lefts instead of making the right to go in until he was able to kind of just reset up to get back into the resort. And all of these people are screaming. They had no idea that he was taking their safety because he's, he's in charge of all of their lives at that moment. And they're all cursing at him. And I just turned around. I'm like, I can't deal with this. And I just stood up and I just started calling people morons for yelling mm. at this guy. Finally, two other people joined in with me, and they're all yelling at us because we're defending this guy. This guy couldn't do anything but just do his job, so he just kept quiet. But yeah. it was it, it was terrible. This guy was just basically being responsible, doing his job right, keeping everybody safe. Now, granted, it was at the end of the day, so it was everybody was tired. I'm not making excuses for them, but. Everybody right. was exhausted. It was one of these, one of those uh, extended accordion buses. So this bus was packed to capacity, but it just, it just seemed like people gave into a mob mentality. I made sure the next day, as I got off, I saw that guy's name. I saw where he was from. I made, I made sure to go over to guest relations and tell them what happened, and tell how professional he was. How he ended up keeping his cool during this time when everybody else was just totally treating him like garbage. And right there is a way to do it. Yep. If you see someone getting yelled at, screamed, a cast member getting yelled at, screamed at for something beyond their control, do what Dave just said. Go go to Crest Relations, take five minutes out of your time, and said, hey, Mr. Dave from New York kept this cool while Tim from Illinois was screaming and yelling at him because bananas were out. Well, you know what? Bananas shouldn't be out. So Dave from New York needs to go to the market. But, you know, Oof, people understand that they, they do certain – cast members do things that may seem irregular for your safety, like David said. Yeah, he exactly. Can't get over, or he may wreck and kill people. Hey, Mr. Mister Man, you can't go this way right now because we're, we're shut off. This, this area is shut off for some reason. We went here yesterday. We can't go here today. Just say, okay, 10-4, where'd I go? Instead of screaming and yelling and making a, an ass of yourself. I can't, I can't. I don't want to tell Dave, I'm sorry. And you know what? I'm leaving that one in because I totally agree with you. But it's just the fact that when people start making that word out of themselves, it, it bleeds over. People, Other people see that. Other people hear it. And it just makes, I hate to say vacation ruin, but at least that 10, 15, 20, half an hour you're with them, around them, just uncomfortable and just not very fun time. Especially if there's children about as well. Oh, yes. Obviously, it's bad enough with adults feeling uncomfortable with something like that happening. But if your kids about, they get scared when folks start raising their voices. It's, just, I mean, it's, it's meant to be a happy place. You know, they're there for a good time. Them taking the time out to berate a cast member for something that's nothing to do with them 
just makes everybody feel uncomfortable and just puts a bad experience into folks' heads. Completely agree, Stephen. It's especially when you hit on the, you know, when there's when there's kids about. And, well, you're at Disney World, so there's going to be kids. Tons of kids. And, <laughs> and exactly. that. Some of them could be, you know, some of them could get easily frightened. Some of them could be easily startled. And it, they just could also just be kids that they don't like yelling. I'm an adult and I don't like yelling, so I know that I know kids probably don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> my my kid's pretty immune to that. <laughs> <laughs> but I see where it's coming from. Oh, it's 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 the unnecessary yelling. Is yes. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's daddy. The, why is that guy yelling at the Disney worker? Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, well, son, it's because he's a moron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, I just say that because you know I. Disney World's Disney World's the only place my family visits and vacations, and you know sometimes when I hate to say, it, but I don't find any fault with any kind. I, I try not to find any kind of fault with Disney World itself, but unfortunately, it's the guest. Not every guest of, of not every guest, fortunately, but you know it's the guest that ruin the moments for me. I, I, I would completely agree, Kyle. I think you're you're dead on point there. I've. I've had more people bother. I've had more people bother my experience as guests than any experience I've ever had with a cast member. Mm-hmm. Same here. If uh, if I may touch on one, uh, it's well actually. Uh, if anybody else has any rants, they have. I do have one more, but it's not. It's not that important it does have to do with buses so if yours doesn't have anything to do with buses if you would give me my little spot for a second sure go ahead okay my only little complaint with the buses is that i wish that the buses instead of making that piercing beep when they lower themselves down to allow a a handicapped guest on either with their ecv or their um their wheelchair. I wish the the noise that was made. I understand it's there to basically attract attention to get people away to warn that there's a danger because you have this huge vehicle that's going to be dropping and could be a crushing hazard in that way. But I kind of wish that instead of that loud beeping that sometimes has thrown me into a headache, I kind of wish that it would like play something like "When You Wish Upon a Star" or something instead. Akuna Matata. Yeah. But that's but that's just one of those little things. That's yeah. in a perfect world. I understand why it is, but it's just that beeping just goes right. That beeping goes right through me. If I happen to uh, see a person in line that's uh, handicapped that's going to be getting on, I kind of brace myself for when they're about to do it. I kind of cover my ears at that point, and I kind or I kind of just if I, I'll put headphones in and maybe put some music on so I don't have to hear that beeping. But it just on a hot day when the sun's beating down on you and then you get that, that's enough to trigger a migraine headache. But it, it's, a nece- it's a necessity. I understand why it has to be. I'm just kind of just blue-skying, pieing, pieing in the sky, hoping that something else can be. But again, this is just grasping at straws. Tim, go ahead. <laughs> the, the, the one thing I want to touch on, and it's... It's almost what this show has to do with, and that is people who are the exact opposite right now. Those who find nothing wrong. They Uh think everything is awesome, everything is great, 
And you know what? The one thing is, you can you can think that. And no, Kyle, I'm not referring to you, actually. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it's as, as we all see, we all have our issues. And that's not us being pessimists. I feel that's us being realists. You're, you're, you're not going to find everything there is going to be a right, you know, right home to mom about knock your socks off, give it five stars, 10 out of 10. It's, it's not going to be that way. Because if everything was, you wouldn't have your favorite spots in the parks. You wouldn't have your favorite meals. You wouldn't have your favorite rides. You wouldn't have your favorite characters. You wouldn't have your favorite snack stands, your kiosks, that kind of stuff. I mean, you wouldn't have any of that. It wouldn't be special. So this this whole thing of let's go ahead and throw pixie dust on everything that cap that happens. It, it just it's it's the whole lipstick on a pig adage it just it doesn't work it, nobody's you know nobody's no, nobody's thinking that anybody's a bad person for criticizing it's just it's it's human nature it's a you know what i wasn't a fan of that i wasn't a fan of that so i think they'll have to step up their game for me to do it again or you know what maybe they were off their game i'll give it another shot or it's a, you know what, that was a horrible experience, and I'm just going to maybe try something new next time. It's, you know, it, it's it's a process of trial and error. Nobody expects Disney to be perfect across the board. But to try to basically sell the place as, oh, this is awesome, and that's awesome, and this is great, and everything's wonderful. I mean, th there are some, the, the one thing I love is there are some items that people will talk about that, that oh, this this is the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. This, this this food item is the greatest food item I've ever had in my life. And you take a bite of it, and it's a mouthful of acid reflux, or it's a mouthful of sugar. It's it just... Not everything is meant to be great. And you and you don't have to paint it that way. You know, the problem with Disney is they set themselves up for a fall because they do want it to be absolutely perfect for you. They do want you to have the best holiday experience that you can have there and when you don't that's it this is it's, it's not ruined but it no. takes a wee bit away of what you're expecting because they've built it up so high to expect you you want the perfect experience you want the perfect holiday right. you're there for two weeks fortnight whatever fortnight. you want to be there and have no worries you know, I, and it, it, it just doesn't happen like that, unfortunately. But they do set it up like that, so they, they paint this glorious picture. And and to me, I'm I'm really okay with that. You know, I mean, I've uh, the perfect example. I mean, I'll me being the beer geek that I am, I was uh, excited to first try Big River Grill, and went in, had it. It was, it was so so. I mean. I, I walked. I walked out of a micro. I walked out of a brew pub, and the best thing that I could say was the nachos were good. That's that's not a good. That's not a good recommendation for a brew pub. <laughs> well, the bathrooms clean. The bathrooms were immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, it's it's one of those I've I've had I've had much better beer in many other places, and you know what? I was okay with that because again. It was it was through my own experience. I got to try it. It was something new, and it was just one of those days where the wife and I decided, you know what, we're just going to fly by the seat of our pants. Let's go take a walk down the boardwalk. Hey, you know what? We haven't been in here. Let's go in. 
let's do this. Let's, you know, and it's through all that exploring. If you do, if you don't find those valleys, you don't ever find the peaks either. So, I mean, to me, I'm okay with it. It's all about, it's all about the adventure. It's all about the exploration. It's something new. Right. But you're not saying that because you did not like Big River Grill, that it, your whole uh, opinion of Disney World is, is focused on that one, that one uh, experience. Oh, of course not. I right. mean, it, no, I mean it's it's uh, it, it, it's it's almost uh, <laughs> to 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 pinpoint a place like Walt Disney World and say, you know what, I didn't like like the lady you were talking about, Kyle, about she didn't get her you know wine, her glass of wine, so she demanded a free bottle of wine. That's like wanting to beat up Ronald McDonald because she had a bad hamburger. <laughs> uh, it just it makes no sense, right. especially. I just want to beat up Ronald McDonald because I hate clowns. Yeah, I, I got to agree with Dave on that one. <laughs> hey, McDonald's. <laughs> but I mean, it's just it's that it's it's just that whole that whole thing of uh, you know what everything wasn't exactly how I wanted it. So now I'm going to, I mean, and it's, and exactly, it just, it goes the exact opposite of everything wasn't exactly how I wanted it. You know what? You're dead to me. You're dead to me. And it just, come on, folks, this is real life. And you know what? They suspend reality for you as best as they possibly can. I mean, if if you don't believe me, take a look at your bank account after you leave. They separate (laughs) you. They separate you from your money as painlessly as I've ever seen anybody do. They are pros. <laughs> and you're not even mad about it because you get the experience. I mean, it's so it's 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 all it's all in how you see it. It's all it's all it's all about perspective. Can I piggyback off Tim's idea or Tim's uh, rant right there? Far away, bud. All right. Here's the, deal. the whole the pick the duster thing, you know. I'm not, I mean, I don't like to think that everything's perfect in Disney World. It's not. But, you know, as I like to think, everything's perfect. So if I do have a bad experience, like, it's not going to bother me. There's going to be something better, better going to happen later on. Um, but what I can't stand in the Disney community, um, social networkers, podcasts, is if they don't like something, you know, for instance, Big River, Big River, is that the right place? Big River Grill? Yes, sir. They're going to bash, smash it, say it's the worst darn thing on Disney property, and then blame Disney World for having that place there. And m- most of the time, they're not going to give it another chance later on. No. However, if I go to River, Big River Grill and say, you know, I didn't like it. However, I know if someone comes up, hey, did you go there? It's like, yeah, I'm not a fan of it, but you might like the nachos. The beer's not that great, but the food's okay. You know, as as these social medias and podcasters go for the worst-case scenario, any kind of change, you know, like Tron motorcycle thing coming on, you know, or the gondolas, you know, yeah, it it, it may suck. It may not be the perfect Walt might not not have won it there, but, you know, it's coming. Deal with it. You're saying that Tron's coaster's going to suck? No, no, (laughs) the gondolas, excuse me. Sorry. (laughs) I haven't seen Tron since, like, 1995. But yeah, it's. I will probably enjoy the Tron co- yeah. poster, but I am not going to watch Tron. Right. It's the fact that you know these people out there in our position, the social medias, the podcasters, who are just keep bashing, bashing, bashing Walt Disney World for every little thing. However, they keep sending their pictures. Look at me I'm in front of the carousel. 
because they still keep going, still giving their, giving their money, but yet they go to complain. I think the one thing, especially like podcasters and bloggers and stuff like that, when they do take something on, they will ridicule it right down to the, the bone if they don't like it. Which, mm-hmm. if you've never been and you're a fan of that podcast or a fan of the the person that's writing the, the blog, you're going to take their, if, if you like them, you're going to take their recommendation. You're not going to go as well. So you could actually be missing out on something that you would really, mm-hmm. really like. Which is just really unfortunate. That's perfect. Exactly. I mean, it's, uh, you know, Big River Grill did not appeal to me just because it's, I I know they have to brew to a certain format. They belong to a franchise, they belong to a corporation, and they have to brew certain ways. They don't have the autonomy that maybe some, you know, nano nano breweries, microbreweries may have. So, you know what? I didn't go in there expecting. To find, you know, I, I didn't walk in expecting to find creature comforts. I didn't expect to find, you know, walking in expecting, you know, Tampa Bay Brewing, Cycle City. You know, I, I don't, I didn't expect walking in seeing those things. It's so big deal. It's not my cup of tea. But you know what? The last thing I would do is tell if somebody would say, "Well, what do you think of it?" Well, it wasn't my cup of tea. But you know what? There may be something there you like. And quite frankly, it's a great what I like to call. They had a lot of great bridge beers. So, I mean, maybe stuff where you haven't tried some of these things. It's a perfect way to break into some mm-hmm. of these styles. You know, don't, you know, just because you didn't like it doesn't mean somebody else may not. You know, like you said, Kyle, don't sit there and run them through the ringer just because they didn't, you know, cater or you know, cater to your every whim. Big deal. I wasn't all that impressed with Be Our Guest, but guess what? It seems like everybody else is. Like so, Chuck. So, I just guess what? It looks like uh, looks like I might be in the minority. It wasn't my cup of tea. So, you know what? Yeah, I can just shut my mouth and say, hey, it's not my cup of tea. Let somebody else go. Obviously, they're lining up for it. A perfect example of this would be citrus rolls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and here we go again. All right. So, should just, we stop the podcast right here? Just when the sharks and the jets were getting along, you had to throw down. That's it, under the highway, when the cops are gone. <laughs> I just had a little uh, flashback to the NES game Urban Champion with that. Uh, always got to bring it back around. <laughs> what can I say? I'm all about the whip. And the nene. No comment. That too. I was thinking of the dull variety, but... Let's just leave it at that. Very well. Yep. I think that's agree or disagree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, this has been a most fun conversation tonight. Before we go, let's go around and tell our listeners if we still have any left where <laughs> we can be found on the various interwebs. Stephen, where are you? Yep, you can get me in SJM Disney on Twitter and Stephen James Maxwell on Facebook. Kyle? On the Twitter machine, TurkeyLeg1, Instagram, TurkeyLeg01, and Facebook, Kyle Ostrander. Tim? You can find me on Twitter at plain underscore Tim, and you can find me on Facebook at down with the swirl. Uh, no, uh, you can find <laughs> me at Tim Sweska. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram 
under at Figments Reality and Dave Kotz on Facebook. Make sure you follow the Mickey Dudes Facebook page for up to the minute news reblogged from the Disney Parks blog and other places, some reliable. Uh, once in a while, something not reliable but amusing. And on top of that, make sure you check us out on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes, at Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast, and our blog site, themickeydudes.com, for original blog content by our Mickey Dude commentators. Mostly Pat. Mostly Pat, but some other ones have been putting some stuff in, so. There are there are some good things coming soon, so And ladies and gentlemen, have a magical day and keep on the sunny side. Joffrey's good, DVC resale good, Chuck wrong. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. And that's how I'm ending the show. <laughs> Chuck is good. DVC resale, good. Chuck, wrong. <laughs> 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 <laughs>